0: Welcome to episode 14 of the Fantasy Football Hangover Podcast, where this week we sample our best hangover cure drinks, look at our favourite footballing cliches, step forward King Kevin and Big Ron, look ahead to December's fixture pile-up, game week 14, and hear what you had to say about your favourite kit sponsors. E-T-A-R! E-T-A-R! Hello and welcome to episode 14 of Fantasy Football Hangover. Hello, Will. Hello, Rob. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You might notice that Rich hasn't made it. It's, yeah, I did wonder. Yeah, there's where a he space, was. isn't there? There's a space. Uh, yeah, young Rich is very busy at the moment, so he can't be with us today, unfortunately. But we are here and we are ready to look back on game week 13 and look ahead to game week 14. Yeah. And I think you had a good one, didn't you?
1: Yeah, all right. I took an eight-point hit and I yeah. ended up on sixty-one points, so fifty-three with the point hit. But that was better than I would have done, definitely.
0: Yeah, similar. Yeah, I did a four-point hit and ended up seventy-four points, and fortunately got in Alexander Arnold and Sterling. Who you know, I haven't. Yeah. Had, I don't think I've had one of them all season where two players in the dream team. I think I've had one from the dream team. yes yeah. And just looking, average points were fifty. Highest was one hundred thirty-five. Interestingly, zero points on that bench, which was something I was toying with, and I think yeah. we discussed previously. But we can get into that later. And the most transferred in Richarlison, who three points, and the most captained Aguero. I saw a lot of people oh. on Twitter saying they were going
1: for a differential captain choice in Richarlison. Didn't yeah. work out, and and against Cardiff, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, I mean, I went to Salah, who I brought in, and I think that was sixteen points, yeah. something like that, or fourteen. Sterling got obviously sixteen or similar amount which was great yeah he's uh, uh, after the game he was only owned by 11%
0: this is it yeah yeah, that's what I saw but now it will be
1: huge I'm sure yeah
0: I couldn't believe that when I saw that I think when I yeah 9 or 10% last week he was owned by yeah which is considering how well he's playing how often he's being picked that's going to rise but yeah so we did our a little, little recap before we get into this we are a weekly podcast about fantasy football we chat about different footy stories from over the years we drink a few beers normally normally today we're mixing it up slightly and yes, we uh had to do six tips in sixty seconds every week. So hmm. one minute, six transfer tips, which we did pretty well with last week. Yeah. Mitrovic it's thirteen points. Fernandez, Newcastle got seven points last night. Did he get an assist or a goal? An he, assist. Yeah. And Dunk from Brighton, which Rich tipped, who got three points, but that is by conceding and getting a bonus point so that tells yeah, love you a, use... love a defensive bonus point yeah, three, even when you concede that's a proper bonus isn't it yeah that's definitely a definition of a bonus so should we go on to this week 6 in 60 yeah let's do it let's go 6 in 60 6
1: in 60 6 in 60 6, in 60, Six in 60, right I'll kick us off with my three so first off is Rondon who is playing West Ham at the weekend for Newcastle? So I'm just thinking Newcastle of what they won three on the bounce now. Just kind of playing well. yeah, playing well. He's in with a shot in my team definitely. Then Aaron Moy, uh, Huddersfield again bouncing back. Got the uh, Partridge bounce back ability and uh, they've got Brighton at home. And then finally Martial against Southampton away. I think United are gonna
0: bounce back. Yes, keep bouncing. So I've gone for Hazard, controversially. He's dropped to 11.1, and he's got Fulham, Wolves, and City next. So I think there's going to be points there. Another one who's dropped in price, Zaha, still a forward, 6.7 million. Burnley, Brighton, and West Ham, next three fixtures for Palace. Mm. And my final one is Delhi Alley. Tottenham have got some really good fixtures, looks to be coming into form. 8.9 million, they've got Arsenal, Southampton, Leicester, and Burnley next.
1: Mm. Nice, yeah I thought Palace played well Against United So Zaha's a good a good shout
0: Yeah, I think You know He's playing up front mm. He's still looking good If he can stay fit I imagine he'll get A couple of goals Tottenham's an interesting one
1: I've not got I've, any Spurs I've players I've not got any
0: Spurs players But you look I mean obviously They play very well Against Chelsea But you look at their fixtures In December And the kind of No-brainer Players that are going to start and maybe Son's another one Who's going to sneak in there For Moura
1: Son, Son just They rotate him so much He's such a Yeah Fancy football risk, yeah. I, I think Ali and Eriksson are, are great shouts.
0: Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean Kane, that would be another gamble. Do you get mm-hmm. rid of Aguero for Kane? Well, it's I got rid of Aguero or... a few weeks ago. And oh, not look course. back. He's, got, yeah. he's
1: yeah, not you've, done so well since. You've got your budget front line, haven't you? Yeah, yes. Yeah, and I'm debating whether to bring in Mitro now for an out of it, because Murray scored for me. Yeah, and it's whether yeah, I kind of. West Ham have got a great run of fixtures. They have, and that was always that was always the thing after the after the City game. I yeah.
0: actually thought West Ham were
1: right against City. Yeah, they, no, they, they, they played a quite chances, well, didn't they?
0: Yeah, uh, that's the thing with my Zaha. Thinking is with the budget forwards, it's so you know often these players go on a little run and then they go on a quiet run. It tends to slightly nature of the beast, isn't it? Yeah. So I feel like he might be one to get ahead of the curve, but we'll, we'll see. Um, so I have a Sari for you, Will. Oh, yeah, excellent. I have a Sari. So this is uh, Sari I Haven't a Clue, where we ask a question every week. You throw your kind of, off the top of your head, the answer
1: Initial out there. response. And then, and
0: then we'll, we'll, we'll conclude and confirm the answer by the end of the show. So this is actually about another podcast. Okay. The Lineker and Baker one. Yeah, I've not listened yet. I love Danny yeah. Baker on Five Lives. So, Very um, good. Yeah. Gary Lineker not being on BBC, because it's not a BBC podcast, even though they're both BBC journalists. So he's coming up with some great stories and great. it's kind of like his slightly more risque side, if you like. Brilliant. And um, they actually discussed something which we discussed in episode six, uh, I Like It, I Like It, mm-hmm. where we uh, pre-match rituals. Oh, yeah. Which was quite an interesting topic to get. Jamie in. Vardy's
1: drinking skittle vodka. Or yeah, no, he doesn't. Not pre-match. <laughs> drinking Red <laughs> Bulls. Red Bull all yeah. day.
0: John Terry wearing seven pairs of boots in the warm-up. And yeah. Yeah, there were many that we we touched on. But the um, Gary Lineker was talking about his pre-match rituals and I'll give you a clue and you can perhaps suggest an answer and I'll let you know if you're right or wrong. later. So one of them was something he did at halftime and the other was something he did after a few games and I kind of remembered the after a few games one from the good old days. I wondered if you had any knee jerk or Um, inklings as to what it might be
1: maybe at halftime he changed his underwear right and then every few games he oh, I can't even think um,
0: that's alright to... don't worry yeah. we'll, we'll come back to it later so I, I feel it. like
1: both clothing related right like maybe yeah, maybe, not, maybe not... kept his yeah only changed his socks after a few games yeah. something like that you're which
0: not is far... disgusting you're not you're not far off so we can we'll, I'll reveal the answer late, later on um, so that's that's sorry for us yeah um, I don't know I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. so there he is friend of the show Sari who we fell in love with very early on this season didn't we taking the bins out taking the bins out eating cigarettes uh, yeah and did you see his post-match interview <laughs> I after? did
1: what yeah. did they, they ask him they said something about um, oh, you know, when Barkley came on, he looked good. Did you yeah. rate his performance? He was like, no, yeah. we didn't rate anyone's. It, yeah. performance. <laughs> is
0: that a positive to take from the game? And he wasn't having any positives, was oh, it? Oh, it was good. I like that brutal honesty. Mm. Um, and you kind of think, yeah, why well, don't dress it up? Tell you know, it was, was a poor,
1: poor performance. They yeah. were ripped apart, and it was shocking to see because they've been fairly solid all season. Yeah, and just what do yeah. you think
0: his tone is in the dressing room if there's you know like a documentary that comes out in a couple of years yeah. do you think he's like a, a shouter or he's a kind of like do you think he rants and
1: yeah I think long winded rants that probably after a while become completely incoherent and yeah like I, no 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 word is distinguishable yeah just, yeah do
0: you think he smokes no he can't do can he he wouldn't be allowed not in the dressing room it's a bit much for lads
1: would for <laughs> those
0: really long cigarettes, I reckon he's maybe he's got a um, vape. Yeah, think yeah, he gets vaped up. Yeah, yeah. It's just a cloud of of vaped smoke. I think that's what in, he does. Yeah, he like blows it in players'
1: faces. Yeah, and done well enough. Maybe he brings his bins with him, <laughs> and just dumps them in <laughs> the middle of the room, so the room absolutely reeks.
0: Yeah. Oh, would this is a question? Maybe it's one for Perry. But to chewing tobacco, right? Mm. Is that would that be allowed?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because have you yeah, ever tried
0: that? No, I haven't. that is disgraceful. I once got had that forced upon me <laughs> in a bar by this random guy at the bar, Ooh. and he was popping them in his mouth. and He'd just been uh, somewhere Scandinavia, I forget where, and he and he was like, oh, I was like, what's that? And it, it looked like you know, little extra chewing gums. It yeah, like he was popping them in his gums. Yeah, and I was like, why aren't you chewing that? And he's like, I don't, I don't know, it's tobacco. You let it bleed into your your gums, and it goes into your blood, cool. and you get this amazing kick. Try one, and I was like. Oh, I was like, I try one. He was really insistent. I had to get a friend who came to the bar to stand between him and I. And as he blocked his view, I pulled it out and then popped a chewing gum in there. So, he still, and it, was, so it still like, had the sort of look. The rush it. was horrible. I'm not a smoker, yeah. but that killed me, honestly. I had to go and have a lie down after that. I went to a, a wedding once in Cambodia, and
1: I think the, the, the gran of the bride, who was Cambodian, she had like... Only black, like her teeth were entirely black. Lovely. She would have chewed tobacco. Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah, hurry up, will ya? Hello, boys, it's your old mate Perry here, Perry Groves, former Arsenal, current East End hard man. Robbo, your thing about chewing to backer, football managers, the FA, can't find no rules about it, so why not give it a try, Sarri? Might taste nicer than those old cigarette butts you love chomping on. Anyway, boys, keep up the good work, enjoy your December, and play safe. I'm off. See you later, boys. Cherry boy. Whee! Well, speaking of Cambodian grands, we should talk about correspondence. <laughs> yeah. Did your <laughs> Cambodian grand get <laughs> yeah, in touch? Yeah, she got in touch on the socials. They have some from Australia. Oh, nice. So, uh, young Craig, Craig Redders, uh, dropped us a line saying he'd just been out to walk the dog. And his uh, young son, who I think is one, started kicking off because he got hungry. But other than that, he thoroughly enjoyed listening to the podcast. Good, good to hear. And is looking forward to hearing more. So thanks for getting in touch, Redders. And we also heard from a friend of ours via Instagram who's known as FPL Queen. Oh, yeah, Queenie. She gave us some really nice feedback. And um, maybe the Queen and I, the Queen and us, will meet one day and she can come on and have a chat with us. Yeah. She's She's got some really good stuff on Instagram. If you're looking for further tips, um, she posts some really helpful bits. So... Look her up FPL Queen On Instagram And have you had any Correspondence
1: Will? Yeah well relating to our Best of worst of That we did last week So that was We talked about sponsors Yeah um, I loved doing that last week Yeah, yeah. good So many it? memories But um, Adam who uh, Adam Harrison Got in touch To um, say that his brother Was recently Out and about I think And he saw a, He saw a shirt With Bic on the front So Bic yes. Bic Biros Bic, pens, Bic, Bic Razors yeah. And he said points if you can get it without Googling. And I, this was about a week ago that he sent me this. And I've just yeah. been thinking, like, I cannot think who it who's
0: just jumped to mind is Paolo Di Canio. Oh, OK. So... I, what, I don't know if who, that's...
1: Where, where was he? Lazio.
0: Lazio, West Ham. Was he Sheffield Wednesday?
1: Yeah, he was at Wednesday. I was just... I don't think it was an English team. I feel like it's right. an it, a, yeah. a foreign team. Paris Saint-Germain... Jumped to me, yeah, only because I feel like Bic might be French, but right, I honestly can't think. So, I'm opening it up, don't Google it, but if you can remember, yeah,
0: use your Google us search engine, your brain, um, yeah, because
1: I'm determined to get it before, uh, yeah, be- without Googling, yeah,
0: it. I, I that's good, it's reassuring. I'm sure it's there'll be people patient, out there that will know,
1: so just yeah, let us sit, know on that. Sit
0: bolt upright in the middle of the night and be, I've remembered, yeah, 4 am. Yeah, that's that. I'm going Paolo di Kenny for some reason, but I, I might I can I can really see it, but I can't quite place it. Mm. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll that's good. Thank you for getting in touch and, and dropping we, us a well. Line. Yeah, and we've
1: had a few people wanting beer mats as well. Yeah, so we've obviously, got our fancy football hangover beer mats in. So if you want any of those, just leave nice reviews on Apple. And, yeah, uh, then get Drink in touch alive. with a screen grab of your review, Great and you. we will send you a couple of beer mats to, to, to spend to share around. I've been leaving them in places and. Yeah, just trying to spread the word. So, um, uh, Rob, do you want to tell
0: everyone how they can get in touch? You can get in touch on our socials. I always do it the really lazy way. Just put Fantasy Football Hangover into Google. <laughs> well, i was enough. Or ask Jeeves. But yeah, yeah we are FF Hangover on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Fantasy Football Hangover on Instagram and Facebook, yeah. I believe. And Rich isn't here, so I can't remember the email. It's FFHangover <laughs> at gmail.com.
1: I, uh, my my brother in law this week said to me, um, You always sound so. So pained when you have to do the <laughs> yeah. the uh, email addresses yeah. and stuff. It's just because it feels quite um, corporate to, to give all of those, but we need we what we love hearing from you guys. So, yeah, it's uh, good to get good. In touch it's and good to know what
0: people are thinking yeah, and definitely. feedback always helps. So should we move on to this week's best of worst of? Yeah. Absolutely. Do it let's go so best of worst of this week is footballing cliches and it's it's a you know we i think we're kind of trying to focus on pundits, managers, players, mm. and fans was another one I wouldn't mind talking about.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, fans I struggled with, but I mean, yeah, there's, there's plenty of them. Like, yeah. I, I focused ma- most of my attention on one man and one man only.
0: Really? And yeah. is he a pundit, manager, or player? Uh, all three. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Not at the same time. Yeah, I should yeah. hope not too. Yeah. Okay, who's this then? Kevin Keegan.
1: Ah. The master, Mom, the absolute master of sort of mixing up words yeah. and and just talking absolute gibberish but yeah. in a such a charming and erudite way yeah. that you kind of gets away with it yeah and it's and, and it I mean it goes back to any of the rants he did at Newcastle yeah and just but any of the things he said like, I've got there's
0: just, a certain conviction wasn't there's, there, there, to I how I mean, there's a list you know
1: the, so this, this in commentary they're the second best team in the world and there's no higher praise than that <laughs> <laughs> Um, Was that meant
0: As a backhanded compliment No it's
1: not He just doesn't think The whole sentence through You can't play With a one-armed goalkeeper Not at this level (laughs) It's so good
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well Kevin Yeah he had One of his strengths
1: Is not heading
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not having a head Brilliant
1: Yeah Kevin I mean there's There's absolutely Loads Um (laughs) Argentina won't be at Euro two thousand because they're from South America. Oh my god. <laughs> I, mean, was... I mean they're always true. Yeah. But you know, it's it's the it's the phrasing. It's I, I mean I, I I love Kevin Keegan for any of that. You can't I feel like despite him not being great for England, I will always forgive him.
0: Yeah. And because he he really shook things up in nineties oh, football well, you can't just, argue with that passion and enthusiasm, it's can brilliant. you? Brilliant. You know, yeah. although he made an idiot of himself occasionally, but you can't deny that passion and enthusiasm. Do you remember
1: when he re- retired from the England job on TV? Just, he did it in the post-match. Yeah, it was after, after they lost to Germany, wasn't it? I yeah. Think? And he he literally in the tunnel in the interview yeah. afterwards. And that is, no one does that no. in a post-match
0: interview. No. Like, fed up, Yeah, not he? Poor old Kev. Yeah. Well, on a similar vein, the one, I mean, I've got a few, but the mm. one I dug into, who, I, who was kind of my best of and... I know he d- said some terrible things, but it's Big Ron, Ron Atkinson. <laughs> I'm not going to quote the terrible things. Yeah, let's. But he did. That. They were known as Ron. Were they known as Ronisms? I think yeah, when he was round and about. And I, f- I managed to dig a few out, and he counts some absolute classics. Do you,
1: do you remember when he, on his first game at Forest, went to the wrong? Oh yeah, the wrong I've account. seen
0: footage of that. Yeah, and he sits down, uh, looking down. all oh, proud, taking the applause. Oh, so it's a good, good 30 seconds of looking smug, and then so realizes, good. doesn't he? I love, I love Big Ron. Yeah, yeah. smoking cigars, sheepskin jacket, and the tinted glasses. <laughs> Got it all. So um, here we go. Here's a, here's a couple from Ron. Well, Clive, it's all about the two M's: movement and positioning. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. I'm going to make a predict. This is during a match. I'm going to make a prediction. It could go either way. <laughs> uh, Ron, um, here's another classic from Ron. You don't you don't want to be giving away free kicks in the penalty area. Brilliant. Good point, Ron. Absolutely I think they've got and this is good. Carlton Palmer can trap the ball further than I can kick it. <laughs> what does that mean? And it was, you know, was I mean obviously Ron says some terrible things, but this kind of shows that he was like predominantly sort of eighties I don't know if he got to early nineties, did he? But um here's one from Ron which might tell you what era he was commentating in. Women should be in the kitchen, the discotheque, and the boutique, but not in football.
1: Oh, dear. Well
0: done, Ron. Wow. I predicted the future. Yeah,
1: the discotheque.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, there's there's many, if you if you dig into this, there's, I mean, there's so many that Ron came out with, and that was kind of the beauty of him. Mm. He, he didn't mind being ridiculous, and he was quite, quite a character, wasn't he, as much as he ruined his entire career, but... Yeah, very old school,
1: yeah. you know, absolute... Wouldn't take any any shit from anyone, would he? Yeah,
0: and the, and the, so I'll go. So there there are two best ofs, but I'll go for a worst of in terms of pundits. And the yeah. one The ones there's one term that gets tossed about a lot, which I don't know. It's not even that offensive. But it just bothers me. I, just, I feel like everyone says it. and It's kind of meaningless. It's week in, week out. Oh yeah. That really annoys me. It's like yeah. everyone knows when they say we played every they, week. week. But can he perform it week in, week yeah, out? Yeah. Or the all the old on a yeah. cold night in Stoke. Yeah. <laughs> cold Tuesday night in Stoke. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one and I saw a bit of this on the weekend from Paul Merson mm. talking about who was he talking about the Man United players right? yeah. Man City scored that goal that was 348 passes before it yeah. went in and he just kept saying they should be embarrassed they should be ashamed they should be embarrassed they should be ashamed mm. you know they're embarrassing they should be ashamed and they're a disgrace to the club and it's like well were you perfect when you played Yeah, you know and, and Shearer does that a lot as yeah. well you know, they should be ashamed, they should apologise. And it's like, well, you were, weren't exactly the nicest the, player in world. The,
1: the problem with TV punditry nowadays, and it's, and it's been like it ever since Sky came in, is that every game is the biggest game of all time. Yeah. Isn't it? They make, yeah. you know, Burnley, Burnley-Newcastle last night, yeah. they make it into the biggest game of all time. Yeah. And, and it's simply not. No. Like, it's I'm it's gl- a weak Monday night match of. that yeah. is kind of, no one cares. Yeah. so um, Apart from Burnley and Newcastle fans, obviously. Sorry. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, early season games like that, yeah, they, obviously they're important, but they're not huge yeah. and they don't matter as much as,
0: you know, no, they would have just a doing... derby or... No, out of choice, you wouldn't mm. be watching that on TV, yeah. would you? But so the, another one I really like as well is, uh, is he's hardly pulling up trees. I don't know <laughs> why. I just love that image. It's such a... it's like You never hear anyone say, oh, they're pulling up trees. They're doing really well. Yeah. It's the image of like, they're hardly pulling up trees, yeah. are they? I don't know why, I just like that image. It's and brilliant. it's slightly... Quite a gentle insult, isn't it? Like, it is,
1: and I and you know, it's not something that people do commonly as well, pulling up trees. No, it's just <laughs> not
0: I've seen that often, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, it's quite pretty quite hard to pull up a tree,
0: yeah. I reckon, unless it's just but, been planted, yeah. A new tree, yeah. Right. That'd be easy. I could do that, when, yeah.
1: I mean, thinking about fan cliches, I think my, most fans will pick on
0: you know, Lino,
1: oh, Lino, where are your eyes? You can't see that. yeah, blind,
0: right, you know. The, the the issue I have with fans is is um <clears throat> I'm not wanting to sound like oh I'm an expert on everything but is it's the kind of the cliched sort of traditional get stuck in mm. and jump for the header and it's now the game is about pressing right yeah. it's not so much about tackling one because you don't want to commit that player and they're suddenly stuck and not on a counter against the counter attack and getting booked sent off. And the one that really bothers me is there's obviously a game plan. If you watch if you're at a game, you watch the first five, ten minutes, you can usually gauge what the game plan yeah. is. And what a lot of players do now, particularly centre forwards, is if there's a goal kick or a long ball and the game plan isn't for them to flick it on with someone running in behind, they don't flick it on. Yeah. They deliberately sort of muddle in for the header but let the opposition player win it, so it then so they would have looked at it and statistically it will fall to one of your players as yeah. it's headed back and the amount of fans that are like jump for it go for the header and it's like they're, they're doing that for a bit of course they can win that header if they, or they could try harder if yeah. they really had to but what is the point of them flicking a header onto no one and it's just things like that that really frustrate me and the one that winds me up as well is we pay your wages oh. because the, the, the percentage I think it's 20% now Of and of course you know it's, you need fans you want fans yeah. everyone wants an atmosphere everyone wants a team support but the TV money and the yeah. sponsorship money yeah. and the deals that players get away from ticket money is is you know it doesn't really pales in comparison so they're the kind of cliches that wind me up from fans I, I think
1: when you're a fan and you are let's say an overweight middle aged man <laughs> um, which we all will be one day <laughs> yes please it's, uh, it's it's very difficult to to, to throw stones isn't it like, yeah
0: yeah and run for it and it's like come on you're yeah. last out there for 2 minutes
1: so. although there's a there's an excellent story about uh with, that Harry Redknapp tells he hasn't I don't think he's told it in the jungle yet but um he uh in a pre-season friendly when he was managing at West Ham um I think West Ham was pretty drawing with a with a less, lesser side and I, I believe it was Ian Dow he was underperforming in this match right and a fan just behind the dugout was repeatedly going on I could play better than that my grand could play better than that Come on, mate. Iron, oh, that brings oh him goodness. on at half time. Yeah, yeah. And the, the player, this. and he bloody scored. Yeah, but he was offside, wasn't he? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He's flagged offside. Like, I yeah. mean, absolutely. That is. It's, it's got to be everywhere. It's everywhere a great article. Well. Yeah.
0: It was a yeah, lower league team in the cup or, or yeah. pre season or something it, yeah. like that, wasn't it? And so it was that kind of level where the fans are kind of hugging the advertising board. Mm. Yeah. And it's a really interesting article because I remember him saying the first ball he had passed to him. Nearly broke his ankle trying to trap it because of the you know the level yeah. and <laughs> the uh, speed of it. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, that's and, and the players ones are you know we've heard them a thousand times. The you know, one game at a time. Yeah, the, the gaffer that always annoys me. Yeah, and they always talk in. Why did um, the manager always mentions their names? Why can't they ever mention the manager's
1: name Yeah, there? and does do, do they call them gaffer to their face? Because I I don't know. I'd be maybe a bit maybe like it's that.
0: a bit of a thing. Yeah, but they don't want to Mr. feel. Mr. Like... Mourinho. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, uh, I. They always, um, I can't remember the, the, the sort of tense, but they always say things. Oh yeah, he, he did this. He 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 played me on like that, and it, as if it's then and then and there. I can't, yeah, yeah. The, the, the way they talk is
0: is like nothing else. Right. Yeah, it's
1: after them, after the point, they kind of yeah, he's lined me up. He's done this.
0: Yeah, and it's the it's the passion and enthusiasm. I remember years ago, Gabby at Bonnlehor, at Bondegas, mm-hmm. as he was known by <laughs> Few of my friends who couldn't say his name. He scored a hat-trick playing for Villa against I think it was West Brom. Right. Would that be that Midlands derby? Yeah. Um and he scored a hat trick and they won 3 2 and his third goal was in the dying minutes, you know. Incredible. And the post match interview, you wanted him to just be like bouncing off the walls, fists in the air, and he would did the classic face down, poker faced, one game at a time, three points on the board, eleven men in the team. It like, oh man, Yeah. It's just that voice, They're so right?
1: overly trained, aren't they? Yeah, uh,
0: you want to see that bit of lunacy, don't you? Every yeah. now and then, or, or enthusiasm. There's nothing wrong with it. Anyway, cliches. Yeah,
1: Gary Gary Neville talks on quickly. Kevin, he's just he's right. on Quickly, Kevin, he talks about how they were media trained when he first first started, and they okay. have to sit in a room with all the other players and then be take it in turns to talk about a fictional match right. that they've just played. Right, he was just like it was so alien to that everyone it was just odd, so yeah. weird to have to do this but yeah. it's part of the game now
0: you know yeah, they, they have to do it and yeah. have to talk about the game yeah it's that balance isn't it you don't want to upset people yeah. but you want a bit of character in there um, but yeah if you've got any footballing cliches that you love or drive you mad yeah. drop us a line and let those us know Ke- those Keegan and Atkinson ones are just brilliant They're yeah just, oh, brilliant love certain it. generation isn't it but so we should look back at can we, can we have a drink? Oh, let's have a drink. Yeah, sorry. We should mention, so we normally have a couple of beers and the loser buys the beers, but Rich is hiding, so he didn't have to buy the beers because he lost this week. Yeah. But we're also about to approach December and festivities and drinking far mm. too much. So we go. We went for a hangover, hangover favourites this we week. We did. Um, slightly apt, and we've had a coffee, which is obviously many people's drink of yeah. choice if feeling a bit rough around the edges. But I also, so I bought in one which I go for on a hangover, which I don't often drink well-known sports drink, all, all Premier League games, LucasAid Sport. Mm-hmm. So I'd go for LucasAid Sport or LucasAid Orange.
1: I prefer the flat one. On a hangover, I prefer yeah, LucasAid Sport. I think this Day is sport. a flat one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, so sugary.
0: Here it is. Yeah, excellent. Oh, I,
1: like I often, um, I was in Edinburgh at the weekend for a stag do. And yeah. when I was at university in Sheffield, not in Edinburgh, I, um, I would always get an iron brew when I was hungover. Okay. But I had one at the weekend. On a, on a hangover and I didn't enjoy it
0: right you kind of great. It, it, yeah, too it was sweet so too fizzy
1: yeah. so sweet I absolutely used to lip, swear by it you as know, a hangover
0: cure do you know all bottles at Premier League games drunk by the players have to be Lucas a Sport branded however what, whatever they have in them right yeah they don't have to have Lucas a Sport Sport it's like Robinson's at Wimbledon at the tennis oh, of course yeah, yeah there you go anyway here's, a, here's to uh, yeah, being, being hungover in December
1: so some Lucas aid. Mm. Mm. Glorious. I brought along a load of weird tea bags. <laughs> some Perfect. Kenyan tea, some uh, Japanese tea which tastes like Weetabix. I like uh, that. Don't even know what <laughs> the one is. That is a silky, silky smells tea delicious. bag.
0: Can I have a sniff? Yeah. Silky, silky tea bag, you're posh. It
1: smells, what's the smell
0: like? Bit of cinnamon in there? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so there, there you go, that's our drink for this week. We'll be back on the beers next week. Yeah. No, Fear not. So, toddler captain tips. Yeah. We, so, last week we had young Henry Bates who had to choose his dad's captain. He had a choice between Aguero and Marshall. Mm. It was a pivotal moment. It was four all between the toddlers and adults. So, that's where every week we have a toddler choosing between a player's vice captain and captain and to see at the end of the season who makes the better captain choices. We're currently at four all, but after last week it was a close one, a disappointing one for um, Henry's dad. Aguero got two points and Martial got three points. So Martial just pipped him. Uh, not tragic by any means, but there you go. So it's now 5-4 to the adults. There you go. Yeah, so we're all without a toddler captain tip this week. So we'll have to have a, a void week, but we'll get back on it for the coming weeks and make sure we're up to speed for Christmas.
1: Yeah, I have, interestingly, <laughs> that um, FPL Gaffer on uh, Twitter mentioned this week that... Uh, he, he's a teacher, and he'd uh, pitched his Captain Dilemma dilemma to some Vizier Fives okay. uh, this week, and uh, one through Theo Walcott into the mix he said he gave him a detention,
0: which I really
1: liked. No, no detention for our toddlers, but um, yeah, yeah, I mean throwing Theo Walcott into any Captain yeah. Mix is just it's way too work.
0: inconsistent. It's a good job Rich isn't here because he gets wound up, doesn't he, when Theo Walcott, Walcott's name comes he up? He does being a lifelong Arsenal fan he knows he knows the score so anyway we should um, wrap the Sarri I should reveal oh, yeah. Gary Lineker's answer well, so we need to talk about
1: this week as well yeah and then the pictures, we'll look, ahead. Yeah. We'll look yeah, ahead so, so what, did, yeah, what did Lineker
0: do so, so Lineker's yeah you were on the right lines so what he'd do uh, if he hadn't scored in the first half he'd change his top for the second half at half time okay. so if he'd scored a goal he'd keep it on and if he hadn't scored he'd change All it right. And the other one was if he hadn't scored for two or three games, he'd get a haircut. Oh. And he said he said it, he completely appreciates its nonsense and superstition, but he he said it it worked. There we go. You know it, it's obviously psychological. Yeah. And he was but bit, that, that's well worth a listen. He tells a great story about the boots he had. I think, I forget if it was um, World Cup '86 or Italia '90, but they were pretty much falling apart. But mm. they were his lucky boots, and they were Adidas. And they, he kept getting them rebuilt, so to speak. Right. And they're now in a museum, early uh, museum in Germany. Wow. Yeah, because he was just convinced yeah. there was lucky. Because he didn't have them one week, and he borrowed someone else's, and he, he had a terrible game. He won the Golden Boot at Natalia United, yeah. didn't he? So yeah. yeah, good podcast, enough. but very much worth a listen. So we should look ahead to yeah. game week 14, which begins on Friday evening. Yeah,
1: we're now entering the period of craziness, because there's obviously...
0: Yeah, seven fixtures in December.
1: Yeah, fixtures this weekend, then midweek games, then the next weekend, and then it
0: just yeah, fixtures this weekend, then fixtures on Tuesday. So it gets crazy, which is one to consider for your team because those teams that are in Europe and those teams that are rotating the bigger squads, you know, maybe it's time to look at the hardcore bottom ten who guaranteed starters. I don't know. Yeah, because I was you know after Sane did so well.
1: At the weekend, you kind of think, oh, maybe he'd be good to bring in. But then he, they've been rotating him so much. Yeah. Will they rotate? Will Sterling keep starting? It's yeah. so difficult. With, you think those teams are big squads.
0: Yeah. and But then they want to stay top, don't they? So yeah. And
1: know, how... you know they've got Mares, They've got such good backup. That...
0: So City have got Bournemouth this weekend. Mm.
1: And you've got to look at that. You know, Bournemouth played really well against Arsenal. Yeah. Um, they always look good, but... I just don't see them getting past City
0: no but you I, I'd be confident that City would put, put out a strong 11 for that yeah and then the on the sorry was it the Tuesday or the Wednesday afterwards away at Everton oh no so it's Newcastle I'm looking at the wrong place. Uh where are oh, they oh they've got Watford away yeah on the Tuesday so yeah I mean you know if you and can get a guaranteed starter away. there and that's why I tipped Hazard. Chelsea got Fulham in the early kickoff on Sunday. Sunday's fixtures are great, actually, aren't they? Oh,
1: yeah, it's pro- proper, Super.
0: actual Super Sunday. Superb
1: which is, Sunday. So three derbies. I'm sure they'll call it Derby Day, won't they? Yes, something like they that. double D. Yeah, so Chelsea, Fulham, Arsenal, Spurs, and then the Merseyside so derby to finish it all off.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's delicious. That is a good way to start December, isn't it? But you kind of...
1: I, I kind of Ranieri. Yeah, Return to Chelsea You've got to love yeah. that haven't you?
0: Yeah it is a good Fulham, Good moment Fulham, for TV Obviously
1: great, great win against Southampton At the yeah. weekend And I feel like Maybe they'll Chelsea be Chelsea might be on the ropes After losing to Tottenham. Yeah, yeah. Metro scoring twice It's
0: a tricky one um, What about Arsenal Spurs That could be a good one. Well yeah
1: I mean I, Both in form Both in form I, I, That's got draw Written all over it. I think and, yeah.
0: then, and then I think Liverpool
1: will, will smash Everton
0: yeah, they're defending well though Everton. They are. They are defending well. That they're could, just that, not scoring. If that that could be quite a lively one, I hope. Mm. But yeah, there's yeah. So are you thinking of because you took an eight point hit. Are you thinking of banking a transfer? I think I probably will
1: just based on on the the amount of rotation that's going to go on. So I think I need a yeah. solid. Although my bench is, I don't know, my bench actually scored nine points this weekend. So yeah. so maybe I'll I, I think I'll keep things going. You know, Brooks got an assist and he was on my bench, uh, and then. I I had a clean sheet. Oh yeah, wan clean sheet on yeah. the bench as well. So yeah, in fact, i think it. There are eleven it. points on my bench, so. right? Not good.
0: Yeah, I d- Neves is the one in my team that I want to get rid of. He's five million. He's not done anything since the first week yeah. or two, and I've got a. i li- have got I think I've got a little bit in the bank. Yeah. I might try and
1: swap out Doherty at some point as well because Wolves Wolves clean sheets are yeah that's drying something. up. Yeah. But they are they are away at Cardiff this week, so maybe I'll give him one last chance. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's difficult to know, isn't it? But yeah, Arnautovic has always got that injury looming, but hopefully he stays fit. But I, I don't know. I might take my own tip from earlier and get Zaha in controversially for Wilson because Bournemouth have got Man City and Liverpool in their next three yeah. games, and I mean he's still a good player, isn't he? But I don't
1: know. Rich always maintains that Wilson is fixture proof, so this is the yeah. t- this is the chance for us to see that. We will test. He inches. also maintains that Arnautovic is fixture proof. In fact, talking of cliches, he loves saying <laughs> fixture proof. <laughs> and pointing at the empty seat where Rich is not here to defend himself. <laughs> Fixture proof. Um, I always say bouncing back,
0: though. So uh, yeah, we, bounce we've back. all got our own uh, own faults, haven't we? Ian Dowie classic, isn't it? Yeah, the bounce back ability. So there, yeah, there you go. There it is. So get your team ready for the the fix. Get your team fixture proofed, basically. <laughs> and uh, we'll get few, if not, you'll bounce back. Yeah, we'll get Carlton Palmer to trap your team or something. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll um, we'll be back next week, early next week, because the fixtures start on Tuesday, as we mentioned. And I think we're looking at getting a few guests in for the coming weeks, aren't we? Yes. There'll be a few new voices joining us. Christmas guests. Yeah, and uh, Lucas Aid Sport is a drink for hangovers. Mm. Yeah. Let us know if you have a hangover drink, which you rate. We also got a very fashionable-looking organic wild fears kombucha. Yeah. Ginger chumri. What
1: is kombucha? I see it everywhere.
0: Black pepper. It's got live cultures in it. Um, I love love a live culture. Yeah, I don't know. It just says you're going to feel good, basically. I don't know what kombucha is. There you go. That's another one that we didn't get around to trying, but maybe we will later. But I yeah. think that's us for this week. Yeah, um, I just want to close on one final
1: uh, final Keeganism. Oh, go on. Which is Chile have three options they could win or they could lose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: care. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Please. Rate and review my daddy's podcast so he doesn't get cross.